0: this is a brotherhood, and we all stick together like my nuts. I ain't scared of you motherfuckers. Yakuza Kick Radio, the best in internet wrestling radio, period, bar none, just like Adam Cole. Everybody's a cunt but me in the world. I don't know what it is. But you go to the back and you tell your boss that there's a new Yakuza in town. And it's Yakuza Kick Radio, and we're taking over... The Cruiser Kick Radio has risen from the acid of bad internet radio and become the premier place for any independent professional wrestler to stop and record their voice. The shit is bananas, Beat bananas. bananas. Well, this is Mr. Insanity, Toby Fine, and if you're not listening to Yakuza Kick Radio, then you're weird. Oh, I don't like the cut of your gym, fella. This is Greg Excellent, bearded dragon of the Northeast. You're listening to Yakuza Kick Radio. If you're not, you're probably watching porn and you have this muted. You should be listening to it. Jason man. Where are Biggie and Tupac? Yakuza Kick Radio. <laughs> <laughs> Give a nigga real quick, that cow, boy, guys. All you have to do is listen to Yakuza Kick Radio, but... Now look at that document you fuck that. Black me, how? This is bullshit, okay. man. This motherfucker. Fuck you. Fuck you. And fuck you. Who's next? And now, ladies and gentlemen, for the introduction. Hosted by J.Cat Morris. You are now listening to Yakuza, Yakuza. Kick Radio. Welcome to Yakuza Kick Radio. I'm your host, J. Cap Morris. Uh, I'm in here for another episode of the show, as usual. So, look, man, I, I just, I think, I just, I just want to get into this shit right off the fucking rip because I, I had just gotten, I was done with my show. I, I did it about, uh, I think it was last Saturday, so it was like Sunday. I woke up. To like all these screenshots And motherfuckers is Bugging out and shit like this So I I mean I'm trying to figure out You know what the deal is Because you know I just did the show the night before So what did I just talk about Um, Well turns out that wasn't the case They were bugging out about the show Before that week So If anyone remembers two weeks ago um, I Did a show Where I covered the TJ and friends thing Right And uh, I had I talked about How to do How to go fund me up Which you know someone else put the go fund me up You know I, I gotta be real specific because People try to pull my fucking words apart And recreate it into the shit that they want to hear and, and you know Start getting your fucking facts straight If you're gonna listen to my shit and then try to regurgitate it Onto the fucking internet maybe Maybe listen to what I'm saying Okay so, so here's how this shit went down. So, he had uh, his friend had put up um, a, a GoFundMe because he left his shit on the ground somewhere at a at a show, and then um, someone stole it. Sorry, I'm I'm scrolling and just trying to find this this post. There we go. So. He opened his whole fucking post saying, everyone knows kids are off limits. Don't ever talk about my sons. Now, like, let's just get it fucking clear. I I didn't talk about your fucking sons. I didn't talk about your kids. I still ain't going to talk about your kids. It ain't had shit to do with your kids. The only thing it had to do with your kids is the fact that I told you that you're a shit parent, that you're an irresponsible shit parent. Now, let's go a little deeper into that part, okay? Because the thing is, it's like you exploit your family. Like you put all of your personal business, your family out onto the internet. You notice I don't, like, I don't, I don't really do a lot with posting my daughters on, on the internet because it's just, there's a lot of creepy motherfuckers out there. So, like, when, when you post the, the shit that you post, to me, I just don't like it. I, I just don't think it's a good look. And, you know, I didn't know, like, once I, I read this whole thread and all the screenshots that were sent to me, I i did a little deep dive not and it wasn't even too deep i just went to the youtube the, the tj and friends youtube and i never knew that he had these these past videos of like his childhood more or less with his dad freaking out and his mother was hoarding rabbits and shit like i didn't know any of this stuff and it's you know i mean for the sake of like reality show kind of shit it's 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 something you turn it on you're like yo what the fuck um so look like his dad's like a Joe Dirt replica. I guess that shit was based on a true story because I didn't know there was an actual Joe Dirt out there like that. And then you know his mom was hoarding animals, which is you know flat out animal abuse. So he was he was raised with animal abuse being a regular thing, and his dad being just off the fucking chain, just completely off his rocker, screaming and this and this. Um. So. He was, he was documenting this. Like a lot of those videos were like 2001. And he looks like he was maybe, you know, I don't know, 18, 20, whatever the case was. So you figure this guy's probably about 10 years younger than me. Yeah, I'm about to be 43. So, I mean, this, this dude's probably like his 30s and shit. That's my guess. I don't, I don't know this guy. I don't, I don't do a lot of research. But um, so look, by seeing the past, the history, and everything that he came from, of course, he believes he's a better father, and he is a better father than than what what raised him. You know what I mean? Like a hundred percent. But I still think putting your 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 kids' business and oh, the kids smeared shit all over the wall. Here's a video. And, uh, the kids flooded the living room. Here's a video. I just think that's just it's gross to be putting your your shit out there like that. And I feel like it's all just just to get more attention and popularity and. You know, clicks. It's all about like just getting that that viral attention. Like, I it's just it's gross to me. You know what I mean? So that that's just my opinion on the dude. You know what I mean? And I don't have a whole lot more to say about the dude. But I just want to clarify. Like, I never talked about his fucking kid. So how did he? How did this even come about? And a week later, after I even did the fucking show, I'll tell you how it came about. Because Jonathan stauffer went and fucking told him at a show. Now here's my thing. I put out a public podcast i don't care who listens i i don't i'm not against people hearing what i said about them uh you know if if someone wants to go tell them hey they said something about you on the podcast or whatever that's cool i don't have a problem with that happening but the person that runs and tells we can't be friends just because that's that's just that weirdo shit you know what i mean so a little history on john um we had become cool, you know, internet cool, friends on the Facebook and all this. But this is after, a couple of years ago, the ham head Chris Grasso situation. He hopped on the fuck JCat train. And he, he was up, up there, pause, he was, he was up there talking that shit, talking that real wild shit, you know. And it, some time went by, and he sent me a whole fucking a bunch of messages. I got all the screenshots and all that. Of him apologizing to me Telling me he was just joining in To be part of the group He just wanted to fit in And he thinks it's pathetic That he jumped in on their side Just for the sake of doing it And he apologized And, and, and he respects me And he this and he that You know what I mean? So like This is this is where we came He was already a, a habitual shit talker Just to be part of the crew Just he, he was willing to throw somebody else Under the bus So he looked better in that moment so that I already knew where I was coming from with this dude, but I feel like, you know, once we once we pieced up and I said, "All right, man, it's, it's water under the bridge it's fine. It is what it is," and I know he's cool with DJ and this, so I I kind of knew like same thing is like when I started talking shit about Mish uh, Anthony Missionary Thomas from the wrestling suit, the first one that I thought I would go back to him was was Andrew Carlock, and I mentioned it on the show, and I said, "Look, if Andrew goes back there, it's cool, but we." You know where we go from there. We're just not cool after that. You know what I mean? And and it was what it was. I you know, obviously got back to him one shape way, shape, or form. Um, Joe Numbers is a friend, and you know, he does the show with, with Mish for all these years. So I, I don't know. But I've always seen Joe as a guy who just doesn't want the drama, doesn't want to be caught in the middle of things. So it just wasn't wasn't the guy that I thought would, would do that. And um, you know, but I, I kind of I see this shit coming, like when I say the things that I say, I go like, all right, well, if this takes some kind of, you know, shape, if, if this goes to like some other level, like how would it get there? Like, what, what would go on? I, I think a lot about the things I'm saying. People like to just, you know, kind of repackage me as just ignorant and this and this, but, but I think a lot about the things I say, so understand that shit, because a lot of you motherfuckers aren't nearly smart enough to be, you know, talking the type of shit you talk online. Because you just you're just dummies, you know what I mean? And we'll get into all, some of these people, but um, so so I I just I just knew to shit with Stoffer, and you know, and then I hit Stoffer up and I said, hey man, I really didn't appreciate you, you know. And I sent him a screenshot of him saying because he TJ straight outed him. Jonathan Stoffer told me that this dude was talking about my kids, and then Stoffer tells me like, oh no, I just said that like I, I asked him if he heard it, and then he said. Oh, no. And then he said, oh, well, uh, you know, let me listen to it. So then he put it on. That was Stafford's story. But again, TJ right on his thing said, dude, was telling him, dude, they're talking about your kids, which he should fucking know with his own ears that I didn't talk about his fucking kids. So so all that silly shit is just it's just, again, to be the cool guy in the moment and, and bring some shit up, you know, just just to get some shit stirred up. At the at the GCW show last weekend or whatever, but again, it is what it is. I, you know, I back up my shit. I don't give a fuck about none of these motherfuckers. So it's cool. I deleted this dude and moved on. You know what I mean? And and Stoffer will listen to this. He'll keep listening to this show. And I, I look, I'm not continuing this shit. I'm not. I'm not pushing this shit. You know, in a direction where I want you know drama all the time and shit. I'm a grown ass man, and I don't You know, I say my opinion on things, but. That's that's what this show is. This, this is my fucking like I, I see some of these idiots on here talking about I'm self-absorbed. It's my fucking show. <laughs> that's like saying, you know. The, the, the fucking Howard Stern show is all about Howard Stern. It, of course it is. It's his fucking show. It's not like I'm self-absorbed on your fucking show. Fuck you talking about. If you want to listen to my opinions on shit, you listen to my show. If you don't, don't. It's so fucking simple. But um but yeah, I mean it's so so here's here's the shit. So uh, you know, a lot of just oh dude, who the fuck said something about your kids and it's but nobody's even like paying attention. You know what I mean? Like what was really what was really said? So this this uh Leanne Brown, I guess related to the uh, TJ Brown, says, uh, I lost brain cells listening to this quote unquote podcast. You don't have to quote unquote podcast, because I've been doing this shit for over ten years and it's an actual podcast, actually. Like those YouTube and and those fucking uh Facebook live shows and those Instagram live shows, those aren't podcasts. Those are quote unquote podcasts. I've been doing this shit for fucking ten years, so it it, it may not be a good podcast in your eyes. It may, be, but it's a, it's definitely a podcast. So that's not something we can call into question because this is by definition a podcast. And I get a couple hundred listeners every week, so. I added, I would think that they agree it's a podcast as well. So here we go. What a self-indulge, self-indulgent, self-indulgent ass. Okay. Again, I, um, I just want to go back into that. Uh, as far as self-indulgent, it is my show. But if you knew what I do for a living, um, I'm very selfless. I, I, I take credit for my actions, you know, in, in my job and, and what I do. However, you know, I take bites and scratches and I'm and, and i and I'm in the trenches doing everything I have to do to save these cats lives. You know, where so many people in, in my field will just say this cat isn't friendly and that cat will either be put to sleep or just be, you know, fixed and thrown back outside to live their life out, outside in the wild. And I and I don't give up on them. So as far as just that, you know, self-indulgent, like there's no like I'm just very self-centered and it's all about me. Uh, and then she says his ran on personal responsibility makes no sense based off what he said. If he loses his job as a cat saver, that's his personal responsibility to get another one. But somehow he thinks he is more worthy of help than others. Don't th- give this guy any more airtime reviews. So, OK, this is where, again, you're not listening to me. I didn't say that I want help. I don't have a GoFundMe. I have no plans to ever have a GoFundMe. I was trying to give an example. That if my world, look, I take care of cats, I I do what I do to rehabilitate cats and put them into homes. Now, the structure of what I do exists in the place that I'm at. I don't know that I'm able to recreate that somewhere else. Someone I think would have to change the structure of how the organization runs to allow me to do what I do. So I was painting a picture of if my life as it is would come to an end, you know, as my job goes what would i do i don't know um i was more or less just the moral of what i was trying to get across is i would have to be at my very worst i would have to be just i i'd have to have a major major life problem happen not just you know, hey, uh, I left my bag on the ground in, in a place where people are regularly irresponsible and then someone stole it. So now someone should pay for me to be irresponsible with their money instead of my money. That that was the point I was getting across. And again, it, it was a pretty uh, it, it was a pretty mild thing as far as things go that I've talked about over the years. But it, it got turned into like I, I, I dropped a diss track on his kids, which I never fucking did. And I would never do. Cause they don't have anything to do with what I said at all, you know. A, a, but so, a lot of you know, you're an awesome father. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Uh. Let me see. Do, do, do. Uh, some people need to learn that if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. and <laughs> No, thank you. I'll say what the fuck I want to say. Thank you, though. TJ um, does um, So, this guy, who does not like me, says this. Uh, his name is James Patrick O'Connor. Uh, as an outsider and neutral opinion, sounds like he just attacked you, TJ. And really, only thing about the kids was he didn't like the shit-smearing videos. And then he says, other than that, he sounds like a tool. Uh, What's it to him if you have GoFundMe pages or anything? Dude sounds like a jerk off. I'm on your side, TJ. So again, like even someone that's on your side went and listened and said, I don't know, man. Sound like he just attacked you, not your kids. So the majority of the people on this post are going like, how fucking dare him go after your kids? What a piece of shit. And even this guy's like, I don't know, man. I didn't hear anything about the kids. Yeah. That's someone who actually listened. Uh, And then this guy says, let's talk shit about kids and then talk about why I need help because of my job. Again, you're you're not fucking listening. I don't need help. I'm not looking for your help or any of you to respect me or whatever the fucking case is. I I know because I I tried to lay out an example of this and this and if my life were to become crashing down and this and this. But it's not. Everything is okay. And I don't need help. I was just saying I would have to be in a really, really bad situation if you see a go a GoFundMe pop up out of me. It's never happened. I, I hope it never ever happens in my life. You know what I mean? That's a, just that's what that was. So this whole thing, we're like, oh, oh, well, he thinks he deserves a GoFundMe. I, I'm not doing a fucking GoFundMe. I'm doing a go fuck yourself. That's what I'm doing. I'm doing a go fuck yourself to TJ and his fucking friends. You know what I mean? But like the TJ shit, like I would have just moved on from TJ and probably never mentioned to do it again until the next GoFundMe popped up. And that would have went, oh, look at this shithead. Third GoFundMe or whatever the fuck. That's it. There's no campaign against TJ or any kind of shit like this. You guys are a little too fucking excited, you know, because again, when you make it about the kids, that's a whole fucking thing. All right. So let's talk about this fucking leather headed idiot. Uh, Breanne Geiger. She posted this. So we're going to take a, couple, a lot of pauses in this this one. Because this this one, she's, she's going to get it a little bit. Uh, okay, so I just wasted my whole morning listening to this shit show of a podcast. Okay, first off, show is about an hour long. If your whole morning is an hour, then you should probably wake up earlier. You know what I mean? Um, I've come to the conclusion, fuck my gender identity. When and if I see this dude, it's on spot. Okay, see, so, so here's the silly shit. Like, this ugly, ugly motherfucker just decided she's just gonna come on the internet and talk shit like she's gonna come fight a 43 year old man. His wife is just gonna let that shit happen. The, the, you know what I mean? Like, this is that wild shit. So, let, let's just go back real quick. Like, with the stopper thing, and is it you guys run around and you talk with this? I'm a shot caller. I'm not a cop caller. I'll tell you right now, you come the fuck out there you come all the way to fuck out here to where I'm at. And I can't wait to see you hauled off in motherfucking handcuffs. Because if you think like, what benefit would I have? I know you guys support people like the necro butcher who punch women in the face, but I'm not about to square off with an ugly broad from the internet because she's mad that I said something about fucking TJ. You know what I mean? Like that's not going to fucking happen. Like there's no benefit for me. To be, to be scrapping with you And, and to think that you're going to strike Some kind of fucking fear In anybody's fucking heart Looking like the way that you fucking look Oh, it's all on site When I, I don't know where the fuck you even learn these terms But you're talking about a grown fucking man Who's in some pretty fucking good shape Better shape than half the motherfuckers That you're out there clapping for To be honest with you But, you know, it is what it is So then she goes Firstly, no one's kids should be involved Okay. So again, you listen to the show, your whole morning was ruined, but you still didn't figure out that I never said shit about your kids. And then she goes, and TJ, your kids, although I may have never met them are extremely special and important to me. I've been spending my life, dedicating myself to children and the autism community. And this shut that I heard was so unnecessary and completely not okay. Again, what the fuck did I say about anybody's kids? Secondly, he put the love of my life's name in his mouth. Nah, struck two. You don't fuck with my family. Okay, first off. So I don't know who the love of her life is, but I'm guessing it's Frankie Picard because I saw a fat Spider-Man in her cover picture. She was like cosplaying as the fat girl Spider-Man and there was a fat Spider-Man up there cosplaying with her. So if Frankie legitimately is hurt, then maybe you should go back a couple podcasts because I buried him way fucking worse than TJ or any of that shit. Because Frankie's got eight fucking kids and if you're with him, you should be at the park running that fucking energy out with those damn kids. That's what you should be doing is you should be running that fucking energy out in the yard. Playing some fucking games is what the fuck you should be doing because this dude's got eight fucking kids and you're on the internet throwing, threatening grown-ass men. Like, like that's even a reality for you. Like, you're really just gonna go start laying motherfuckers out. That shit's not reality at all. Like, you, you live in, a, in fairy tale land. You guys watch too much fucking wrestling. You're booking your own little show. And then I'm gonna run in and I'm gonna knock them out. And it's like a clean knockout and shit. And then, like, well, next month is no rope barb wire, man. Like, get the fuck out of here. Get that bullshit out of here. Who the fuck you think you're talking to? Stupid motherfucker. So, so fuck Frankie. Um, If that's the love of your life, you know, fucking eight kids and he's an indie fucking wrestler on the weekends. Like, yeah, that's the best way he could apply himself to his children's life. And again, that's not saying anything about the kids. That's saying something about the parent. Apparently you can't fucking figure that shit out. You have no ability to comprehend that if someone says you're a shit parent, that's not burying your kids. That's burying, burying your parenting. You know what I mean? Uh. With that being said, mentioning half the H2O roster with his own half ass opinions, question mark, question mark, question mark, he dropped way too many names for my liking, such as Matt, Chuck, Raver, Preach. So I guess she used Chuck, uh, Devin Moore's real name. Preach clearly is his real name. Uh, Raver clearly is real name. So it's like she's trying to be like on the inside where she can, we call him Chuck, and then back to the Preach. and. Like, you're a clown. You're a fucking clown. You look like one of those juggalo broads. Your your fucking forehead looks war-torn, like fucking, like you've been through some serious shit. Like you hung on the back of a vehicle while they drug you for a couple, like, streets. You know what I mean? Like like somebody tried to leave you and you weren't having it, and you just gripped the bumper. You know what I mean? So then she says, uh, y'all are family, and this is unacceptable in my book. Dude's gonna get a rude awakening when roads cross. I, you know what a rude awakening awakening would be is if someone woke up next to you. That's what a rude awakening would be. I don't know. Again, who the fuck you think you're talking about? But I, I'm not. I'm not around like these motherfuckers like you deal with. Yeah, you know I mean, like you're living in a, in a fantasy land. Cut that shit out. You know what I mean, or don't. But just you know, just understand that like I don't take you seriously. I would never take you seriously. Same way that motherfuckers should never take someone that wears a bikini like you wear seriously. Nobody should ever take that shit seriously. But that's that's your business, you know what I mean? I'm gonna go ahead and just keep minding my fucking business. And again, if you want to listen to my podcast, well then you're kind of indulging in my business, you know. Just because I talk about a show that you were at and, and you marked out for everything that happened because you're too dumb to actually see something wrong with anything, then then you know that, that's your business. But um, so, you know, and again, like people just keep on with this. They haven't even reached puberty. Whoever criticizes your kids is pathetic. I mean, you even saying they haven't reached puberty is saying more about his kids than I have because I didn't, I didn't say shit about his kids. Um, uh, Mateo Perez says, real talk. Who the fuck face? Who's this fuck face? I'll drive to his house if he's going to be talking about your kids. Well, I didn't talk about your kids, but again, feel free to make the motherfucking trip because I'm going to laugh at you while they haul you off my motherfucking lawn. That's it. It's it's as simple as that. All that cop caller, shot caller. You motherfuckers can't wait to tell on somebody about a podcast. You think if you guys were up on some kind of fucking charges, you're actually sitting there in interrogation up on fucking charges. You ain't telling all motherfuckers. Cut that shit out, too. You motherfuckers are clowns. You're playing a fucking gimmick. My shit is real life. You know what I mean? So so if I just decide, like, look, I don't like the shit that you're into. So I'll just bury the shit that you're into. But, like, why would you listen to the person that's going to bury the shit that you like? It doesn't make a lot of sense to me. But, you know. um, And, uh... Let me see... Oh, and then this, this, uh, Steven Jr. Kid, this is a kid who he, he friend requested me and I thought I deleted him because he, he, he just started to rub me the wrong way because he's just, he's just one of these Mark kids. And, um, you know, like I wake up, I'm eating my breakfast. It's fucking eight in the morning. He's posting some shit about MDK fucking did uh, you know gang behind all this bullshit and i'm like it's eight in the morning motherfucker i don't even know what the fuck like he would just post that shit on his wall like he's he's doing this nick gage gimmick shit at eight in the morning like i don't like you like if that's the shit you're up to just get the fuck off my page man like we'll talk about the friendship shit in a minute um but uh but he goes Wait, yeah, what podcast? Because I just seen someone nonchalantly post about saying something on a podcast that gave them heat, completely blowing it off like he was in the right. Um, Might have some friends rearranging to do. Again, I don't fucking know you. I never fucking knew you. You seek me out for whatever fucking reason and shot me a friend request, and I accepted. And I'm not doing that anymore. I got rid of like over 100 motherfuckers the other day because I'm just tired of these motherfuckers lurking on my fucking page to later on run tell that to the next motherfucker that they think they can get in cool with like I don't I don't like you motherfuckers I don't like humans to be honest with you Uh, there's very few people that I would like straight up like go to bat for like die for yeah I mean like the outside of the family that's inside of my household right now there's a handful of motherfuckers you know there's acquaintances there's a lot of people I'm cool with and I would love for us to stay cool But if some shit goes down and we're only Facebook acquaintances, moving on. I don't... There's... And especially motherfuckers like this who I never met in my fucking life, never spoke two fucking words to, never had an interaction. They just fucking friend request me, get the acceptance, and then just sit there like fucking weirdos. Like, just asking someone to come in their house and just sitting in their living room and not saying shit. Yeah, I mean, just just weird shit. Um... So nobody's worried about your friend rearranging yeah you know i mean like i never asked for you to come be my fucking friend to begin with you little fucking half a chucky doll looking weirdo so then he goes uh yeah i just went back to make sure because uh chondo chimed in he's like uh jay cat so shouldn't be surprised lol because he knows that he knows i talk shit anybody who listens to my show knows i talk shit if you're not Looking to hear that then don't listen Simple as that just like these motherfuckers That listen to Cornette every single weekend And get furious and threaten them on the internet Like dude stop listening to them What the fuck's wrong with you um, He goes yeah I just went back To make sure I only cleaned over It the first time You know he's, he's real busy um, He said he didn't talk about the kids While in the same breath admitting that he did Talk about the kids while justifying it Yeah that's parting uh, That's way words. Unreal. First off, ain't nobody ever said I talked about the kids. So, I, again, I, I don't even know how the English language works for you guys because it's clearly not the same shit that I'm working with. Because when I'm saying things and I say this guy is a shit parent for putting his kids all over the fucking internet and every time his kids do something wrong, he blasts it on the internet, I, I don't think that's right. Somehow you translate that to I'm burying his kids. I, I, I don't fucking I don't comprehend what you're trying to get across here because it's not that uh, Rosie Rose puts, wait, what the fuck happened? What podcast? And then puts a gift that says, want me to kill them? You know, I forget what movie that's from. But anyway, like, see, this, this stupid ass motherfuckers just put this shit right on the Internet. I got all the screenshots and this. So if I ever disappeared for some random reason, just like John Brown, who I guess is, uh, the, the brother of TJ or cousin of TJ, he says people can disappear sometimes. It's like, you know, it's going to take a lot more people that look like you to make me fucking disappear first off or weaponry or whatever the fucking case is, which by no means am I encouraging, but like over, over something said on a podcast, you're looking to, you're looking to do life in prison. Stop it. No, you're not. You're talking shit on the internet because you're a fucking fake tough guy. You talk shit on the fucking internet just for the sake of doing it. See, that's the difference. I could say, hey, I think that guy's a shithead. I think that guy's a shithead. I think that guy's a horrible wrestler. That guy beats women and I don't fucking like that. This guy does this. I don't like that. This guy's got eight fucking kids. He should be worrying about taking care of the kids. You know, not once in there did I say, I'm going to fucking hurt this person. I'm going to go fuck that person up. It's on site when I see them. That's you, motherfuckers. So you can talk all this internet tough guy, blah, 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 blah. You're the motherfuckers making threats on the fucking internet. I'm just telling you my opinion on shit. And you're so butthurt that you can't hold yourself together. So you go on the internet, people could disappear. What the fuck are you talking about? What the fuck are you talking about, you weird-looking motherfucker? Uh... Let me see see if there's anything else to address. Nah, no, there's there's nothing else to address there. That that is what it is. So it's like I just I just don't fucking get it. Um, I I don't understand that. Uh, you know, I say one thing and it turns into another thing. But uh, yeah. So that's that's that. So let's go on to the friend thing. I've over time. I've said, "Hey, you know, if you want to add me on here because you listen to the show and you like the show, go ahead and do it. I, I, I'm all set on that." Um, if, if I've met some really, really great people through the show, Shaheen, uh, Russell, rest in peace, quite a few. I, you know, I don't even want to start, you know, naming them. Jeremy, for sure, um, and you know, Eric, the man who started it all. And again, the list goes on. There's a lot more people than that. I'm not leaving people out on purpose or saying this or that, but those people are the type of people that I would like to be friends with. And I would like to interact with these people. Uh, Jeffrey Sand, another fantastic dude. Keaton, great dude. You know what I mean? Like I could talk to these people. They see my value. They see, you know, what I do with the cats. They appreciate that. And Listening to me, they know that I'm gonna talk shit about this. They're gonna talk shit about that. Some of the shit they find funny, whatever you know, whatever. But the, it's it, there. There's a lot of communication that goes on. That's not just someone clicking add friend and then just lurking on my page and shit, and then screenshotting shit and sending it to their friends. Going, you see what he said? Now he's such an asshole. Like, like you're you're a pussy. That that's what you are. Like if if that's your gimmick. It's to just like friend request people and then send the shit that they say to other people. Then you're a pussy. That's all you are. Because you, you wouldn't even come near me talking that stupid shit. The majority of you motherfuckers wouldn't say a goddamn thing to my face. And you know how I know that? Because I was doing the fucking podcast and I was going to fucking wrestling shows. And I would see people post the shit, this, this, this. All oh, this fucking, fuck him, and I'd walk by, and their fucking eyes would look at me real quick, and then they'd look at the ground. And I'm not saying I'm some bad motherfucker that can't be touched. Half the time, it was just me and my girl. You know, it could be any fucking car full of dudes would have whooped my fucking ass. There would have been five people beating the shit out of me. I'm not John claude Van Dam. I-, I-, I wouldn't have overcome those odds, but for whatever reason, they couldn't open their fucking mouth around me. And that's not about me. That's about them. So, again, like, I already know where people are at with this. Because I didn't have a whole lot of fucking altercations in person on the internet. Oh, I've had people telling me all sorts of pussy, fuck you, da-da-da-da-da. But not too much in person. You know what I mean? And I proved that shit 100% with Hamhead when I went and talked to him in fucking Bayonne. They can recreate that story all you fucking want, but I know what the fucking deal was. So, simple as that. Um, but friends, like this, this friendship, you know, I've gotten to the point where Facebook has irritated me more than it's, it's done me any good. And I'm really into the social media shit. I, I gotta be honest with you. <clears throat> when I got free time, you know, I work six days a week, eight hours a day. Uh, you know what I mean? But when I get free time, I'm on the internet, I'm, um I'm, I'm on the Facebook, I'm on the, uh, Instagram and, and, and all of this. Um, if you want to follow me on Instagram, follow me on Instagram. I post mostly cats. Occasionally a shirtless picture or some shit like this. And when I was doing the races, I put my race pictures up and you know, shit like that. But that's, that's the majority of what it is. My cats, my chickens, you know, a dog a fish. You know what I mean like that, that that's kind of that's kind of what I do on Instagram. You want to follow me on Instagram and just look at pictures? Fine. That doesn't that doesn't require any kind of um, interaction or anything like that. But if you're going to send me a request, send me a request with a fucking message and give me a whole fucking line of why you want to be friends with me. And I hate to be like, yo, fill out an application and maybe we could be friends. But to be honest with you, I don't want to be fucking friends with people. So, like, you've got to give me a reason why I should want to be friends or why you heard something and it meant something. Because it's it's gotten that fucking ridiculous now that if I just accept requests later on there'll be a jerk off I'm dealing with off my page, and, and I don't want I don't want any more of those jerk offs. You know I just I just don't have the. I'm almost forty three years old. At the end of this month I'll be forty three years old. You think I really want Stephen Latelli fucking whatever the fuck his name is at, at at like what is he fucking nineteen years old? I, I need that guy on my page figuring out whether he likes my comments. Go fuck yourself, kid fuck your father you know what i mean like i don't give a fuck about you but you had to be my friend just to later go i might have to rearrange my friend list bitch i (laughs) what the fuck (laughs) so so that's just it and and then as i told you over and over and over i'm out of love with this wrestling shit you see i'm filling a lot more space on my show with non-wrestling type topics and i'm doing what i can the show's a lot tighter too it's it's down to like an hour it used to be two hours, three hours, and i ran rant and rave about this show and that show and some shit I put over and other shows that I buried because they're just putting on a garbage product. And that's just what I would I would do because I was invested in it too. You know, now I'm not invested in it anymore. So now I occasionally watch a match, but outside of that, it's just it's not for me. So why do I need a hundred plus fucking wrestlers, wrestling fans, all of this on the um, I don't. I just don't. So I went through and I deleted like a hundred plus people and some of those people I didn't even have a problem with some of the wrestlers I didn't have a problem with, but I just don't interact with them. So I just got rid of them. Like me and Joey Janela, like we've been friends on and off and this and this, and I didn't have any current issues with him, but I got rid of him because we don't interact anymore. You know, there was a time where Joey, Joey would hit me up and, and that's not required. Yeah, you know I mean that's that's not like oh Joey doesn't talk to me. I don't know any of these motherfuckers like that. We talked a couple times on the shows. Um, He came on the podcast a handful of times. We had some some good interactions. We had some bad interactions. It was what it was. But it's just this isn't this isn't my love anymore. You know, I'm not watching what he's doing on TV. I'm not watching what anyone's doing on TV. So I wish him the best, as as I do anybody else who I deleted. That that I do appreciate as far as wrestling and this and this but the people that i kept from the wrestling from the wrestling fandom from the all that were people that i respect beyond wrestling you know i've had i've had conversations with like even on the show the way that i could talk to like a homicide like he's a cool fucking dude we could talk rap we could bullshit fucking bust each other's balls like homicides walk up to me in the show you know during uh before the show starts I'm over there sitting in my seat. He he comes walking up from the side. Yo, J Cat, what's up? You know, this is like the, the, the where like you you want to go say what's up to that dude because you could you could recognize that type of you know dialogue that you have with that person. Uh, Eddie Kingston, always a great dude. That was a dude that you know I I had like an issue with at one point. He ended up buying me a drink later on and like. You know, like on another date because he still felt bad about the interaction. Like these are people that I could obviously back in my drinking days. But these are people I could come conversate with. Um, Brian, I mean, Atticus, whatever you want to call that. That's my guy. You know, that's that's one of the people that I can consider to be a friend. You know, I met through wrestling. Sure. But ain't got shit to do with wrestling anymore. We're just friends. Jeez, that's my fucking guy. That's just a friend. You know what I mean? Like we talk all the time That's not that's not about oh well. I saw your match. So hey buddy. This is a really good You know, I it's not that anymore, you know, so anybody who I got on there still it's not about that I, There's some people I just have such respect for as a man Greg excellent. Um fucking uh, um uh Billy welch messiah that's a great father. You know, what I mean like the shit that I see him putting on the internet the shit that I see Greg putting on the internet about his kids and the what what he's doing Those are great fathers I could just see that from a fucking distance and go look at that guy like that guy is but But when I see like these other people like TJ like, "Oh, my kids smeared shit all over the wall Here's the video and it, you know, it's just gross to me Not only like the actual shit is gross, but like why are you putting that out there? Why, why, why do you need to try to get viral off of your home life? It's just, it's just not for me. Like, I just don't want to look at that. So, you know, I, I was Facebook friends with him a while back. And when I saw those posts keep rolling in, Oh, one more thing about TJ. He's not a good cat guy. I I just want to make fucking very clear, like all that cat dad bullshit. You know, I I saw a video. He put it. He's got like a Sphinx cat mask and he's got a Sphinx cat. He put the mask on the cat. The cat fell off the counter. He posted that video. The other, the other video, he put on a cat mask and and ran up on his cats in the fucking crib, and they all bounced off the wall, just about shit themselves, and ran out of the room. And he laughed. Oh, it's not what I wanted to do, but it was hilarious. That's not hilarious when you terrify your cats. To me, you know that I'm I'm a cat guy. I'm, I'm an actual cat guy. So you don't see videos of me scaring the shit out of my cats and posting it on the internet because I'm not really into that. That's not. They're not just like forms of entertainment for me you know what i mean like my cats are family you know what i mean so I, I don't really gel with with this type of cat guy i don't i don't gel with the teddy heart type of cat guy which by the way tj also supports so so fuck all of that cat guy da, 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 da. you ain't cat anything yeah you know i mean you might like them but again coming from a house who hoarded rabbits like you don't see anything wrong with what you're doing because you know you, you keep the number under control and you know and then, I, like I said, in the in the house fire, I think a couple cats died in there and shit. I, you know, I don't know, man. I, it's just, j- just, just not my type of guy. That's that's that. Um, now we'll go back to leaving that alone. But um, but yeah, like it, you know, within my friends, I'll I, I just and I'll tell you another thing too, because I, I I figured it out like down as I was going through my friend list, and I posted that. Uh. That I was doing this right. So as I went down the list, it goes alphabetical, right? So at first, I'm being kind of light about it. I'm going like, ah, nah, I kind of like that dude. I so I got into uh, <laughs> Dave McCall, and I always like the rep. I, you know, I always like the rep. I give them a lot of credit. I think they're good. Um, I never had an issue in the world with them. I respect those dudes. I wish they'd get the fuck out of that CZW bullshit and, and go on to some better things. Because I weighed that CZW flag harder than fucking anybody for a long fucking time. I was one of the only podcasts on the fucking internet covering CZW at all. You go back to when I started talking about CZW, when I was interviewing Justice Payne. Justice Payne doesn't have another fucking interview on the internet from fucking anybody. But you know, I did two hours with that dude and I busted my ass to get him too because he wasn't he, he wasn't like <laughs> about that shit. Um but I'm saying like you know the, the CCW label now isn't gonna get you a lot further, you know, and and I hope that you know through being the trainer and shit like this, they can they can get some shit rolling, you know. But I just hate to see guys held back, you know. So I didn't delete Dave because, again, I saw like, oh yeah, like. But once I started rolling, I was like, nope, don't give a fuck, don't give a fuck, and I just started deleting people and shit. Then I realized when I when I I posted it, he liked the the, the post later on, and I was like, huh, and I was like, ah, and I realized I deleted <laughs> I deleted Nate, but not Dave, and I wasn't like, yo. I don't fuck with Nate, but I fuck with Dave. That wasn't even that. It's just as I picked up steam and delete motherfuckers, I was just like, I don't give a fuck. Hey man, sorry for you, but we don't talk. You know what I mean? And so now I, you know, he liked the post. I don't. I feel like like I don't want to delete Dave either. I mean, if Nate wants to add me back, he can add me back and shit. I'm not going out of my way to like request wrestlers or anything anymore. But like, I feel bad because it's like, dude, I didn't mean to delete half the tag team but i just picked up steam as i was going and i didn't give a fuck so it was like uh but um but so let me let me just go through real quick i'm scanning down my friends list right now Here, here's some people that i've that i've kept wrestling people that i've kept uh eddie arvello who was um chris devine back in the day this is a dude who like sat there on fucking im with me back and forth i was like yo, yeah, i'm having problems with my computer because i'm a fucking idiot with computers and the one night he sat there on, on fucking FaceTime me and shit. And we're trying, he's trying to walk me through my computer problems and this and this. He doesn't know me from fucking anybody. You know, I watched the SAT battle, you know, divine storm back in 2001 and, and going forward and all that. But like, he ain't got no reason to reach out, try to fucking help me. But for that reason, I, I fuck with that guy. So I ain't going to delete that guy. Cause that guy, like he reached out to me. Um, I Sexy Eddie, just because, you know, he does the OCR shit like I do. Obstacle course racing and this and this. His posts are fucking weird, but, you know, for now, you know, there he is. Um, Azriel, you know, very um, inspiring type of dude. Um, he's always been super respectful. Um, had him on the show. Not that I didn't delete a ton of people that I've had on the show, because I did. Um, I, I feel like half of or more than half of my guests hate me at this point and that's fine um but you know his fitness shit like he pushes himself he really advocates for that fitness and and i respect the shit out of it uh greg i already mentioned schlack's another guy who i've talked to on on multiple occasions on, on the im or you know and, and he's just been a super down-to-earth fucking easy to talk to dude i really enjoy con- you know conversing with him and, and that's that um, Jeff cannonball who I have shit on his fucking wrestling ability a million times because I'm that he's not my type of fucking dude, but the silly shit he does online. And he's, he's a, he's a humble kind of guy. You know, th- this guy to me, he's cool. You know, I I think he's a cool dude. He adopted a cat for me and everything. Three legged cat. Um, Jeff Mott, who was a uh, Ormond Tortuga, huge cat lover absolute fucking cat lover likes almost every fucking instagram post i ever post but they ain't got a motherfucking thing to do at wrestling we're good and he's a power lifter and you know those type of people motivate you you know when you, when you train your body those people motivate you um let's see uh john short with johnny calzone always been a super cool dude to me john silver he's been really cool to me he's interacted on a few posts and this and this but you know As of right now, I see just no reason to get rid of him. John Dahmer, always super fucking cool with me, sat with me for a long fucking time on the podcast, cool ass dude. Uh, But you see the thing, like this is the type of people that I'm saying that I kept on there and and why. Um, Like a Matt Tremont I got rid of without fucking flinching because I've told you guys multiple times on this podcast, I don't. I, I don't like the way he rocks and it's that carny mentality and, and he's selling shit like it's like it's gold. And I guess that's his business. That's what he does. That's how he's making his living. And it is what it is, but it's just like, I don't like it. I don't, I don't like like staring at it like a, like a used car salesman and shit. That's just going to see, you know, lying to people and shit. Oh, it's going uh used to be a beach car. I mean, I was like underwater and shit. <laughs> they used to take down to the beach. It was actually in the, the ocean, but you know, that, that type of shit. Like I just don't, I don't like to, to be around people who might be just lying to your fucking face. You know what I mean? And he never did anything like specifically to me or anything, but I just started seeing that carny type of shit. And it, it's very embraced and celebrated in, in Matt's world. And I don't, I don't like it. Um, and and honestly the the way that he did uh my boy jeremy, who, who's not even holding it against him because you know I mean he got a tattoo of his face on him and all this, but when he called we he called Matt out on that uh Hogan Hall thing because you know Matt named the building uh hogan Kevin hogan Memorial Hall, but then like abandoned it like three months later he was like all press release and h two o Wrestling Center, H2O Wrestling Center, H2O Wrestling Center, H2O, you know, and it was like he never even said that shit. And then when he called him out and said, Hey, man, I thought it was Hogan Hall. And he's like, Oh, well, well, we know that. Like, it's that's like, so now it's like an inside deal. Like, it can't even be like put out to the public. You know, like, you would hope, like, if you're going to tribute something and don't even do it if you don't want to do it, I understand. No one makes you, you know, call your building something you don't want to call it. But if you do want to call it that, You can help keep this name, this guy's name alive through every event you run in that building. It goes on IWTV, and it's Kevin Hogan Memorial Hall. Larry Legend has taken it upon himself to announce it as Kevin Hogan Memorial Hall, and and told Jeremy like, "Hey, as long as I'm the announcer there, I'll keep calling it that because that's what it's supposed to be." But that's not because he was told, "Hey, make sure you call it this." Because when Tremont gets on the mic, he doesn't call it that anymore, and that was like. A couple months after he fucking said it, like fresh off of Hogan's passing. So, you know, I I just thought that was kind of fucking dirty. And then because fucking Jeremy called him out on it, Tremont's like hold the shit to him. He's got Tremont's fucking face tattooed on his fucking body. And, And and because he called him out on something that is legit, is fucking legit, man. Like Jeremy was Hogan's friend. You know what I mean? So he would obviously... That would hit a nerve. If you're going to call a building something after, you know, a person's friend or family, and they're like, hey, how come you're not calling it that anymore? Like, that's my guy. Like, I, I really love that you you named it that. Like, why would why would you stop doing that? It's like, don't question my... You know, It's just like real, like, just idiot shit. Like, you didn't have to start that shit to begin with. So people hold you to that standard that you set. Like, I don't... What the fuck, man? It's just... Just that weirdo Carney shit. It's like he was selling that shit to one month to get all everybody all riled up about Hogan and, and and then it just went away. And that's that I don't like it. Um so yeah, that that's that with the friend thing and all that. Like I just I just can't do this shit anymore with the, the these wrestling fans and his, you know. And then uh <laughs> I posted this shit. And his dude, Stephen Milan, every time I ask for questions, he'll be like, what's your thoughts on the women's wrestling scene in WWE now that, uh, uh, Kelly Kelly is out of the company and, uh, they brought in this new wave of talent through the NXT roster. And it's like, dude, you've clearly never listened to my show. Cause I never talk about WWE for like a lot of fucking years. I haven't talked about WWE. So I would just like this fucking guy again, this fucking guy again. So I post this thing how, like, I have no reason to keep wrestling fans or wrestlers on here for the most part, other than some exceptions and this and this, and, you know, this fucking guy puts his big ass fucking comment on there, like, last night's ADW fucking, uh, explosion match was atrocious, and here's how I feel about this, and, uh, like, went on and on about this shit, and I was like, do you even read my fucking posts? When I put them up, like, and I just just deleted them. Because I ain't got time for this silly shit anymore. I just don't... Like, you clearly don't listen to my show. I don't even know how the fuck we became friends. Maybe because uh, he was friends with uh, Shaheen. Or something like that. And then when me and Shaheen started doing shows, people would just add me because I was friends with him. So they got to be friends with me. Or or some shit. But, But, like... Just complete disregard for who you're even talking to. Like you're just making these like long, crazy ass comments that don't apply to the fucking posts at all. It's like me just going on like a, a, like a Simpsons fan page and just being like the new fucking Texas chainsaw massacre is fucking garbage. And here's why it's like, this is a Simpsons page. What the fuck? (laughs) What are you talking about? So it's just yep, one less. Uh so I'm at, I think one ninety-eight now. Um, but yeah, I, I don't I don't understand a lot of fucking people and uh the explosion match. I didn't see it. I don't I don't know a whole lot about it. Um I guess it was lackluster, but most of these explosion matches are, so um, let's go at uh some topics in the um, Facebook with Pat's re-signing Cam Newton uh, and March Madness. I don't watch uh, college basketball. To be honest with you, I haven't watched professional basketball in a bit. Um, I keep saying I want to get back into it, and then I just don't. Um, I'm a LeBron fan, so if anything, I go with wherever LeBron's at. Um, with basketball, I am a, a player loyal type of guy. For football, I'm I'm a team loyal guy. So that's just the way I've always been. I followed Shaq for his whole career. You know, and then when he retired, I kinda didn't know what to do with myself for a little bit. And then I ended up going with you know what LeBron was up to because he's just he's a phenomenal player. Um but uh Pat's resigning Cam. Well I my thing is like this dude won M V P he's a mobile quarterback. I I think he's lost his throwing ability for sure. It doesn't take much to to see that. I mean, I think he threw more picks than he threw touchdowns by a decent amount. Um, So, yeah, I I don't think as a starting quarterback, I don't think it it makes a whole lot of sense. But if you're going to go draft a quarterback or get someone young to kind of like learn from, then I think Cam's a good guy to have there to teach. You know, I mean, he's one of those vets that I think could teach a whole fucking lot. You know, I mean, and Bill Belichick's system is also, you know, very, very successful. So maybe his second year in Bill Belichick's system, now he knows Cam's weaknesses, and maybe he can get some shit rolling. You know, they run more of a West Coast offense because he doesn't have arm strength anymore. So maybe you run more of a West Coast offense, and, you know, he's hitting those screen passes and those short slants and shit like this. And and that they get a playbook together that's, you know, equipped for Cam. I, I don't know. I don't know. Obviously, Bill Belichick is not uh, an idiot as far as uh, the things he's done with that team over the years. And uh, I would just I, – honestly, I would trust his ability to do something with what he's got. Um, if I was a Pats fan, I would definitely be okay with him being there and really looking forward to the draft, hoping that they drafted somebody that could learn under Cam. Um. Amber has Matthew McConaughey running for office celebrities and politics. I love Donald Trump and Arnold. All right, all right, all right. Uh, I think it'd be a lot cooler if he did. I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Uh, Everything's turned into such a fucking circus. I got to tell you, I am really, really pleased with Joe Biden being president now. I'm not one of these flag on the lawn motherfuckers. I don't think anyone is other than the uh, Trumpers. But, you know, I I watched his, his, uh, speech on the, um, the pandemic and the, the, um, whatever it's called the, uh, stimulus package, but it's more than that. It's the whole, uh, you know, COVID bill or whatever they passed. And he was talking about the, the road to recovery and the things that need to be done. You know, the, the, the Trumpers will tell you, he talks like a, like a toddler or this or that. Like he you got to be out of your fucking mind. He talks professionally. If you listen to what he's saying, he's reasonable about it. He takes responsibility for his actions, which I know is it's, it's such a reoccurring theme with me. Why do I keep saying that when it's so hard for so many of you to do? Uh, because as long as it's going to be impossible for you to do, it's going to be impossible for me to stop saying it. Um, but when Trump would fuck up, he'd blame everybody else. Biden's the type of guy, he said, look, we're going to do this, and if it doesn't work, I- I'll let you know that, that I made a mistake. I'll let you know that uh, you know I, I uh, failed to-, to meet my expectations on-, on this goal, or this, you know. He just, he speaks in a professional manner. He didn't, sh- he didn't fucking shit on anyone. He didn't diss anyone in his fucking presidential address. He, he hasn't Twitter beefed with a fucking single person you won't see him on there. Like, you know what I mean? I've heard about no golf outings while he's he's doing what the fuck he, his job is supposed to be. It's just, it's a relief. It's just like, you get to just exhale and just, oh, okay. And let, just let a fucking politician be a politician. Do I trust politicians? Of course not. Uh, yeah, they're all crooked. I'm not saying that this guy is perfect and everything's, wonderful about him i'm just saying that it's a relief to have someone who speaks like a fucking civil adult for once you know it's i mean you hear the way that i talk on this podcast i i people like me shouldn't be fucking president donald trump talks like fucking me like he talks like this guy's an idiot tell him to shut up like you can't do that when you're the president i mean obviously you can successfully and have a lot of people never ever change their opinion on you regardless of what you do. But Jesus Christ, like I, I just like decorum. I like some kind of fucking, uh, respect. So, um, I, I like a politician being a politician, you know, I like a carpenter building a fucking house. I like a politician being a fucking president. The first guy that like came out saying I'm not a politician, this and this, that didn't fucking work out. It just didn't. And if you think it worked out, I can't imagine that you're listening to this podcast. There's no fucking way that I have like Trump supporters that are listening. I know I had some that like voted for him the first time, but after the first four years, they're like, hey man, I'm just going to stop talking my shit. Um, or Jose Canseco shooting his shot with JLo. lo Um. Yeah, he's just he's bugging out on uh on Twitter. I didn't even know about that. And then she said that, so I looked up Jose Conseco and he's just making all these silly ass comments about uh A Rod and he's gonna go date a fitness model next and J Lo should give him a shot and this and that. Didn't uh, both A Rod and Jose Conseco with Madonna, right? So maybe they just like swim in the same pool all the time. I don't know. It's fucking weird. I could swear that that was the thing, right? Um, 4 a. Uh, Jeff Sands asking me uh, 4 a.m. impromptu interviews by wrestling promoters. I don't know what that is. Uh, Tom and Jerry. Yes, I will talk about Tom and Jerry. Um, Tom and Jerry was a good movie. I I I enjoyed it. My biggest worry was that, you know, with the new climate and everything, that the violence was going to be toned down. And they were beating the shit out of each other pretty much right off the bat. I really liked the dynamic on that. Uh, that was a fun movie. I- I'll tell you like this. Um, some people didn't like the storyline or anything like this. Go watch fucking Detective Pikachu, right? That's that's the thing, and I was never a Pokemon fan. I think the biggest Pokemon fan I was was Pokemon Go when it dropped, and uh, I think I still have the app on my phone, but I don't use it because the same shit shows up. I go to work every day, I come home every day, the same shit lives in that space. I I don't, you know, and I I went for months, and every day I turned the shit on. Here's the same little bird. What the fuck. and occasionally I get some more shit, but I'm not doing that every day to occasionally, you know. So anyway, um uh but the Pokemon uh detective Pikachu thing, shit story, complete fucking shit story, like worthless. They had all the fucking characters, they had that cool fucking animation, you know, digital shit, you know, like uh, a la Roger Rabbit. You know, so you got the the mix with the animation and the humans, and and I think that's cool. That gets my attention right off the bat. All those different types of characters with different abilities really paves the way for that to be a fun fucking movie. Like all these things have different abilities and shit, and you barely got any of that. You got a little bit of it, but it was just smashed into a real shit story. Um, so to me, that that's the way you fail with a story. This story was like, it was what it was. It had to be something to just pull, to, to tie the movie together. So you get Tom and Jerry's antics, but do you want to really tie a complete story to like Tom going through some kind of shit and then Jerry getting involved? And I feel like this was the right way to do it. And, and I didn't have a problem with the story. It was what it was, a little celebrity marriage thing. And then uh, this world famous hotel they're going into to have this marriage. And then enter Tom and Jerry into this world-famous hotel, causing chaos. And then they get involved, you know, how they get involved. I, I, I liked it. I liked it a lot. I thought it was funny. The whole family loved it. Um, I thought it was also a really cool touch that every animal in the movie was animated. So, like, at the wedding, it's not really a spoiler, even though it's towards the end, but, like, there's elephants. Yeah, the elephants are an- animated. You see birds flying by, like, on the streets, animated birds. Dogs walking, animated dogs. Humans walking. Yeah, you know I mean, like, I just thought that was a really cool touch. Overall, I enjoyed the movie. The violence was good. You know, they didn't really like scale back of you know Tom getting his ass whooped and all that shit. So I, I thought it was, I thought it was very good. I enjoyed it. I recommend it. Um, um emotions that I go through. And the pride and reward you feel rehabbing the cats that you do. How's the job situation? The job situation's good. Um I've talked over some things, CEO. Um, you seem like we're heading in the right direction. Everything's everything's on the up and up. I, I am um <clears throat> just continuing to do what I do. Um, I can tell you that also I got well, we got the opportunity to put a different person into the female uh cat yard which is comprised of males and females in the cages and then females in the roaming area. I do the male cat yard, which is comprised of males and females in the cages, males in my roaming area. Um, which uh, there's an overwhelming amount of females as opposed to the male. So like in my cages, I have something like, well, I sent a couple cats home last count. I did, it was like 14 females and five males. So, like that's, that's the, You know, that's that's the weird balance there. And uh, I I just think there's more females born, honestly. So uh, but anyway, um, the job's good. Everything's going pretty well. A little bit of drama here and there and stuff. But that's just, you know, part of part of what goes on in in any workplace. But it's all manageable. And I'm doing everything I can to, you know, facilitate the things that come my way. And, and, uh, you know, just do just do my thing. As far as uh, my emotions and pride, this is this is my entire world. People can shit on me, call me oh cat care, cat saver, or whatever fuck that you know. They want to run off and belittle what I do, and oh is whatever you know. This is everything to me. So when I see cats, like I, I just I, I know like I can I can form a connection with this cat. Like I see a cat that's lunging and hissing and spitting. If you're in a shelter situation and that cat's doing that, if you don't have the ability to, to, to fix and release that cat, I'm just, I'll go back to the fix and release, the TNR. But if you don't have that ability in a shelter environment, that cat that's lunging and hissing, if you went up to your manager and said that this cat is coming after me, after seven days, they're putting that cat to sleep. That's that's the reality of what goes on with a cat that's scared to that level of defending himself or, or herself or you know, being any way um defensive about things. So that that's the, the one option that happens in shelters all the time, especially your high kill shelters, your your um you know your very overcrowded shelters and things. And um, you know, it, it's just part of that reality of of shelters so um the other thing with the tnr the the fix and release well the thing about that is it, it sounds nice because the cat gets to stay alive you know as opposed to the other thing that i just mentioned however if you see a cat that's scared and just terrified in that cage and you think that there's some fantasy world on the other side of that is when you throw it outside that it lives happily and skips around and it's not in fear anymore. That's, that's a delusion. That's a complete delusion that, that look up yourself, a feral cat's lifespan and a house cat's lifespan. And you'll see a very big difference in numbers. Um, if that's okay with you, then I don't think we, we see things the same way. You know, if you look at that, drastic difference in lifespan you just go eh, what are you gonna do then then we're not the same type of person so as a last resort tnr is something that is done and i'm fine with but as a last resort very very few cats have i ever sent back where they came from in the shelter sometimes it has to do with the season sometimes it happens because i know you know as winter's approaching this cat's got to go back out because I know two months from now it's going to be too cold. And now it's adjusted to being inside. So we're in for the long haul more times than not. I do go in for the long haul with with these cats where I'm just not going to give up on them. I'm going to keep, you know, gaining their trust and, uh, rehabilitating them. That's what it is. It's rehabilitating them and allowing them to, to get a home where they live inside comfortable and happy and, and it's just fucking everything to me because, you know, people will discard you in life. People will not have time for you or or shortchange you or blow you off. But when it comes to animals, you show them that type of attention. You show them that type of dedication and, and they show that in return. They show that they trust you. They show that they're they're thankful for wh- for who you are. You know, people that you do favors for and then they fuck you over in the long run and they, they treat you like you're a villain. I've never had a cat do that to me. And and if, like, we're, we're starting to get on good terms and then this cat fucking nails me, I made a mistake. That's me. That's, that, I made a mistake. How do I adjust? How do I, what did I do wrong to make the cat feel that way about what I just did? Okay, well, now I got to adjust. And this is 20 years of me doing this and this is how I've gotten good at what i do um so yeah the feeling is indescribable when you know cats are labeled fractious dangerous not friendly unadoptable i mean these are all things that have been said and in the end the only thing you can call them is adopted and i got the emails i got all the emails to fucking prove it when that cat that was slept on people are sending me pictures 3 years down the road I, hey, I haven't talked, you know, haven't emailed you in a while, but I just wanted to give you an update on filling the blanket of the cat. Uh, I I couldn't imagine life without this cat. This cat's our best friend. Our whole family is just so in love with them. We got a, I just got a tattoo with a cat. Or we just got a portrait done of them. We got this that. Oh, you should see this new bed we just bought. You know, this is this cat would have just been thrown outside. And hey, good luck. Good luck with the freezing cold, the sweltering heat, the rain, the wind, the snow, the cold, the fucking cars, the predators, The whether they be hawks that could fucking sweep them off the ground. You know what I mean? Because they can pick up a, about 13 pounds and under. A lot of cats fall under that. And, and even bigger cats they'll try to grab. Even if they can't get them up, they'll put some big holes in them like Smokey. Um, and then you have all your shit on the ground from foxes to dogs to other cats to raccoons to I mean countless shit and then you got the diseases with the feline aids and leukemia and and then you got parasites of roundworms and 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 tapeworms and and giardia and coccidia and you know there's a million things wrong with just throwing a cat outside and going well good luck with that so yeah, the feeling is just indescribable. All I could say is it justifies my life on this planet. That's all that it is as far as I'm concerned. My purpose for being here isn't to fucking talk shit on Frankie Picard. At the end of the day, I don't give a motherfuck about Frankie Picard. I don't care whether he lives or dies. It just it wouldn't affect me one way or another. Uh, and And again, stupid, if you're still listening... That doesn't mean I wish death on Frankie Picard. I just said I don't care if it happens. You know what I mean? That that there's a difference between that. But if you're still listening and still don't understand, I'm baffled. Um so but like this this is all just this is this to me. This is this is everything. Because it's it means a lot to me, but it means everything to their life. Everything. Their whole fucking life depends on what I do. And as I was telling you, uh, I got a new uh, guy working in the female yard. He was working in another area, and now he's over you know, on the other side, and he's doing fantastic work. He he's taking my lead, and he's he's putting his time and effort and passion into to working with these cats, and they're making tremendous progress. And it's just gonna, you know, make our adoptions go that much better. It's gonna, um, it's just. It's just going to heighten how well our shelter operates as a whole. Um, I really feel like we could be the gold standard for cat adoption in the state of New Jersey at the very least. The very least. And we just need to start getting our word out there and letting people know exactly what we do and what sets us apart from the others. Because uh, we, I mean, we moved uh, 250 cats roundabout, you know. Uh, I'd say at least 250 might be 253, 258, you know. But we moved. Two hundred fifty cats adoption. We we adopted out two hundred fifty cats. Didn't send. They didn't go to rescues. They went to homes. Two hundred fifty cats last year, at absolute capacity. I mean, I'm talking hospital full and everything. And that's not you know that's not necessarily an adoptable total. Maybe we have one hundred seventy cat capacity. Right now we got eighty seven cats. Uh, we adopted out two hundred fifty cats last year. So, you know, you figure we adopted out more than our capacity by almost a hundred. You know what I mean? And that that that's all it is. That that's what I care about. And that's that's what I'll care about until I'm dead. Because everybody needs a purpose in life and this this is it for me. And you know, I'm over here petting a cat right next to me, you know, Mo came from a hoarding situation, thirty eight cats in that house. They were just letting him breed in the house. These gorgeous cats, they were yellow and piss-stained. He's beautiful, white, gorgeous blue eyes. You know, But when we got him, he was so terrified of human interaction because a lot of these guys, they come from hoarding situations. Not a lot of them come from hoarding situations. But the ones that come from hoarding situations, a lot of them are not used to human interaction, which is, might sound weird to a lot of people because, well, they lived with a human but just say 38 cats like in most situations you get your couple leaders and they'll go tell them hey we need food they'll, they'll be the mushes they'll they'll go up to the the, the human their owner and kind of rally up yeah hey, we we need the food you know show them attention go you know hang out with them in the kitchen so now they're given the food and and half of that group just kind of hangs in the back and waits for the food to hit the bowl eats and just does their own thing they don't need to be that in touch with the person all the time so a lot of the hoarding cats especially when the number goes up into 30s and, and above and beyond that aren't really used to human interaction because you you can't spread your attention that far out you know it, it's hard to pay proper attention to 38 cats in your house i don't i can't imagine but you know when he got in he would just shit himself like he you would go to pet the cat and he would just diarrhea would just fly out the back of his cat and he would hiss and he you know he'd just he'd roll in his shit because he was so scared he was trying to defend himself as well as losing his bowel control and this you know and it, this cat is like a teddy bear now like i could I lay him on his back and rub his belly and he'll like fall asleep with his arms stretched out above his head like it, it's it's night and day um <laughs> the next one he said Nick Gage took a picture in the gym said he's back I'll get at that in a minute um, Keaton asked me uh, how the cat's doing at work and I, I think I, I covered that just now um, anything more specific I could definitely get into it You know, if you want any specific cat advice I would be more than happy to give anybody cat advice you know, whether we're friends or not on the Facebook, you shoot me a message asking me about something cat wise. I will answer you. I promise. Like, you know, unless it's some abusive shit that I don't want to hear about, then I ain't fucking with you. But, but um, home workout tips, man, just find a way. I mean, when it comes down to it, find a fucking way, if you want a couple uh cheap things that you can get, uh, get a pull up bar. There's ones that you can put in the door like I got. And, uh, you don't need to screw it to anything. So even if you're renting a place, it's got a little clip you put on one side and you slide right in the, um, the trim up top. And then the thing just, you open the door and it just locks on there, sits in that little piece that you put on there. No screws, no nothing. If you're crushing pull-ups at home, you're going to gain a lot of strength in a lot of areas. So you could do your pull-ups there, you could do variations of pull-ups hitting different areas. And then you could do your knee lifts, working abs and all of that. There's a lot you could do with that. Um that's that's gonna build a lot of upper body strength with just that alone. I like the um the what the fuck are they? Mace clubs because with a with a little amount of weight you can do some pretty unorthodox movements and strengthen a lot of things that your body might not be used to using as much. So I definitely recommend like that type of thing. Cause it's going to bring you a little bit outside of your comfort zone. And then you're going to be like, oh, it's, it's only five pounds or it's only 10 pounds. And at the end of it, you're like, damn, my fucking shoulder sore is shit. You know, like you'd be surprised. Um, dumbbells are always great. You know, especially if you're limited on space Uh, you know, you could do some things with dumbbells, um, as opposed to like a barbell because now you need a whole bench. You can get just a utility bench and then use dumbbells. And, uh, for a lot of things, it's good to do both for sure. But, um, dumbbells are, are really beneficial because your body's forced to stabilize, you know, the weights on both sides. So you're using a lot more core muscles when you use dumbbells than you are if you use a bar. If that makes any sense, because, you know, I mean, like each arm is independently holding something that's not tied together. So your whole body has to do a little bit more to control them. So dumbbells are great. A lot of this stuff is hard to come by now. I think it's loosening it up a little bit, but I definitely recommend going on like the um, uh, Facebook marketplace in your area. Yeah, you'll find a lot of shit there um, and just keep checking on it. You know, once you put in like those keywords, they'll start telling you like new shit came up. And and just stay on it because some stuff it's on there and then it's gone. You could be the one that snatches it up, you know. And and some people they're cleaning out their house or old people their son moved out and fucking fled the scene and you know now they're selling these fucking weights. They don't give. They don't know what the fucking weights go for or anything. You never know, you know. But um, the DDP yoga thing is a good thing. You know, it definitely gets a lot of things strengthened and uh, gets you used to some stuff. But you know, body weight stuff you could do a lot. You could do a lot with body weight stuff. Just fucking, just, just murder free squats, just squatting, push ups. Yeah, you know I mean, uh, uh, tricep dips. You know, I mean, th- there's a lot of shit you could do. You know, with nailing those pull ups, and you can hit a lot of fucking areas, but just keep in mind a lot of these gimmicky things out there that they sell just just go back and look at the actual function of the product so if it's an ab uh twister and the thing's got a little seat you sit on and then you you go back and forth left and right left and right just go on the floor and twist your body left and right you don't need that thing hold a little weight in your hand if you don't have weights Hold a couple of jugs of water in your hand. Uh, water's eight pounds a gallon. You can use water, and, and you're good. You know what I mean? Go go get two fucking Home Depot buckets. I think you're talking five five gallons, I believe. So if it's a five gallon bucket, eight pounds a gallon, there you go. Carry those motherfuckers around the yard a couple of times. That that shit. There's your farmer's walks, and and, and you're gonna be killing some shit doing that. You know, you can find a fucking way. I understand, like, motherfuckers in jail come out big as hell. Is that because they have the finest training equipment in the world? Is that because they're on top of every bit of, uh, you know, the latest breaking supplements and this and that? No, they're they just fucking focused on the shit that they're doing. They're just going at it and and just just crushing it. You know what I mean? it. They don't got shit else to do, so they're focusing on that shit like it actually matters. So do that shit at home. You don't need a fucking gym. You don't need anything. You can make some fucking work. Before you hit the point where you're like, yo, this shit at home ain't doing it, you'd you be massive. You'd be so fucking ripped by the time home workouts just ain't doing it. Because you could accomplish a lot. You could wear yourself the fuck out. No weights, no nothing. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, that's, that's my recommendation on, on some different things to do and muscle confusion always, um, always great. Muscle confusion is the deal. Don't just do the same thing forever. Do the same thing for, you know, a couple weeks and then switch it up or switch it up every week, you know, but make sure that, you know, you're, you're hitting all your muscles. And then just do a different variety of that same thing. Do this shit from a different angle. Do this shit from, you know. Muscle confusion is going to do big fucking things for you as far as gains and, and all that. And then just feed protein. You know, you make sure you get that protein in. I love the gym supplements. And if you look at um, the gym page and uh, Jim Stepani, he, he gives great fucking tips. He has workout programs and all that stuff too. But even if you go on, like, his posts where he posts his supplements – if you comment, he fucking gets back to you like right away. Like, hey, what am I doing wrong about the shoulder exercises? Like, oh, he might link you to another video that he posted another time about, you know, why this way to work the shoulders is, is not benefiting that, matter. It's making other muscles take the load of your lift of this or that. He, he's smart as hell. And uh, he's got a lot of advice that, that you could learn off of him. I, I recommend following wherever Jim Stepani's at facebook instagram whatever and just just take the tips you don't have to fucking use them but just just watch what he's saying listen to how he explains it and maybe you pull some shit from it because he'll tell you there's a lot of range of motion shit that you know if you go to the fullest extent other muscles have to kick in to finish that rep where if you cut that rep short you're actually benefiting the muscle you're trying to work more so and he explains exactly why and all that shit so you know just, just keep your ears open and, and try to listen from people who you know know what the fuck you're talking about. I only know so much, but I'm picking up shit as I go from people like that, people like Coach Payne, who's out there doing really innovative, simple body weight stuff, uh, or stuff with wreck bags, or stuff with, you know, bands or mace clubs, or you know, you see the different things that they're doing, and it's just innovative. It's just keep rethinking what this is and what that is. Um, thoughts on WWE selling 30,000 tickets to Mania I don't know that's not a lot right like they usually sell a lot more I I don't even know I don't know I I guess that's not a lot but I mean I'd imagine they have like a capacity issue right I don't know I wouldn't be caught dead in a fucking building with 30,000 people um Eddie Kingston's promo on Wednesday. Didn't see it. Um, I don't really watch any of that. I'm sure it was great because Eddie Eddie Kingston spits fucking fire on a mic. Um. Oh. Uh, I think I think the thing Jeff was talking about at four a.m. impromptu interviews by wrestling promoters was Brett Lauderdale, which doesn't surprise me that he's all fucking wired out at four in the morning talking on fucking Instagram. It's just, you know, consider a source. Um, Alright, back to the Nick Gage thing. He shit cracked me the fuck up. He did something on uh, uh, Women's International Women's Day. And he was like, <laughs> I want to give a big fucking shout out to the fucking women out there. I support the fucking women's. And it's like, why? Why do you have to do this over-the-top tough guy shit on everything? You know how silly that shit sounds. It's just like, like, there's no way he walks around every day like that. I like to think that he he does. I I mean, I would definitely like to think he does. It's just like, you know, he walks into fucking. <laughs> Home Depot, fucking he's in there shopping, Need some help over the uh, electronics or something. I need some fucking help in electronics. Like, is, are they helping you or are they calling the police? Like, I don't know. Like, it's just... Yeah, I, I, I can't imagine that that's the way he operates every every single thing he does. Let me get a fucking number two off the fucking dollar menu. <laughs> like, what the I combine different orders there But you know what I mean Like there's no way It sounds so fucking silly How can I take your fucking order That's probably more like it But uh, that, That's what the future brings When the cameos run out uh, <laughs> You know It just It sounds so forced I'd like to wish a fucking happy birthday To little Jamie Happy 13th fucking birthday it's like, who the fuck asked for that? Who the fuck is Jamie's parent, first off? Now, again, this will be me talking shit about the kids, but, like, who the fuck is this kid's parent getting a Nick Gage fucking cameo for them on their fucking birthday? <laughs> like, I got three girls, and they, they'd they be probably offended if this dude with his fucking snapped-off tooth was screaming at them on the fucking things. This is what I bought you. they you'd be like, I didn't want this. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Um... Yeah, Nick Nick Nick's something else. He's definitely back at it, you know, and uh, Yeah. I, I I you know, I get it. Right, what else is he gonna do? Um, I wanna give a shout out to all right, now check this out. I wanna give a shout out to Funky Donkey Smoke Shop. Now let me let me go back and uh, make sure that I got the, the the full name right on that and I wanna get his Instagram right. And then I'll explain to you why I'm I'm shouting that out. Uh, Yeah. Funky Donkey Smoke Shop is the name of the thing on Instagram. If you can do me a favor as listeners of the show, go give the guy a follow. I don't care if you smoke. I don't care if you don't smoke. Uh, If you're in the Asbury Park area, that's where his shop's located. Go in, give him some business. You know, I'd appreciate it. Let me explain to you why. So... I made the uh, ignorant mistake of stereotyping that someone who who looks like, and I'm not going to even put them on blast on his show because why, you know, why make it even worse than it already was? So I, I made a mistake of stereotyping somebody that looks like he, he discovered weed. You know, he looks like he like LSD is like part of his breakfast. You know what I mean? Like that, that's, that's the vibe I get off this guy. This guy looks like the hippie's hippie. Like, your favorite hippie's favorite hippie you know what i mean like but a great fucking dude listener of the podcast and all this and i just like figured like i'm gonna ask him tips on like uh how to clean the 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 pipe that i use you know what i mean for the the trees because i figured like this guy would know some old life hack shit that's gonna blow my fucking mind this thing's gonna be crisp and, and smoking like i just bought it right I I give him this whole long paragraph of what, you know, what I'm looking for. Well, you know, can you help me with this, this, and this? What are your thoughts on? He hits me back, dude. I never smoked in my life. (laughs) I felt like such a shithead. Like, I apologize up and down because, like, that's fucking crazy. But he had a friend that actually runs a smoke shop in Asbury Park. So he referred me to him. And I hit him up. And I said, hey, man, uh... You know, gave him the same question. And he's like, dude, I got some great cleaners. Stop in. And I said, well, man, you know, I live in Lacey and Asbury Park somewhat of a hike for me. You know, I'm not, I'm not going to be driving all the way out there, you know, for that. Um, but, you know, do you have any advice or, or uh, recommendations you can give me? Now, this to me is the difference between a good businessman and this goes miles with me this goes so far to me when I go into a store and someone says, well, let me just finish real quick. So he, he goes without it, without a fucking second thought. He goes like, just use alcohol and salt, put it in the bag, shake the shit out of it. That'll clean up real nice. And you know, whatever. And I told him, dude, thank you. And I'm going to give you a plug on the podcast and I'm going to follow you on Instagram. He's like, great. I could use more Instagram followers. So please again, follow Funky Donkey's Smoke Shop. Funky Donkey, like just one donkey. Funky Donkey Smoke Shop in Asbury Park. So give it a follow on, on uh, Instagram for me, please. Um. So, but but this is to me. This is what makes somebody who I want to do business with. If I'm ever in the area, I definitely will stop in. I just I've been to Asbury Park, I think, twice in my life. Like, so I don't. I'm not like a big Asbury Park guy. Seems like a nice place. I never really found myself around there a bunch. So, you know, is what it is. But um, but when I go into a fucking an appliance store, let's say I'm in the Home Depot, the one guy back there, I think his name's Mr. Bill, you know, and uh and and this dude, like, he'll straight up tell you, he's like, Look. Uh, here's the warranty, you know, or, uh, or, or, you know, even if you go in and you're looking at, uh, washing machines or you're looking at refrigerators and you go like this one looks like it has all these crazy features and this and this, the guy in the store that's going to go now, dude, this one's two to hundred dollars cheaper. And half of that shit is just smoking mirrors. It's not even worth what they're, they're telling you it is because he doesn't make any fucking money off of that. He doesn't it doesn't change anything for him. But the fact that he's being honest with me makes me want to go and ask him, what do you think about this next appliance that I'm buying now? And not only does it benefit him and his honesty, but it benefits Home Depot because maybe he talked me down from making a fifteen dollar fifteen hundred dollar purchase to making a twelve hundred dollar purchase. But that ensured the next purchase is going there because I know there's an honest guy in that building I could talk to. So now the next $2,000 purchase, they're probably getting that, too, because this guy was honest with me, where I would just be shopping around otherwise and it wouldn't make a difference otherwise. You know what I mean? So that's that's to me. That's something. So when I hit this guy up and then told him, like, yeah, I have I have no ability to be really giving you business. You're too far away from me. He could have not answered me or said, sorry, dude. But if you're in the area, let me know, you know. But because he still gave me his fucking tips, I appreciate that more than I could fucking put into words. Because that that person wasn't getting my business, but didn't have a problem helping me. And for that, I want to see that guy get business. I want to see that guy's business flourish because that's not, a, that's not a person that tries to get too bullheaded and go, well, I'm not getting business, so I don't give a shit about this. Because you, you don't know. It could translate into more business than that one person ever could have brought you. Or more than that one person will bring you now that you've been honest with them. So one last time. Funky Donkey Smoke Shop in Asbury Park. Give it a follow on the uh, Instagram. And if you're in the area, by all means, go give them some business. Um, so there's that. Um, what else do I got? Let me go back to the Skype, because that's where I got the, uh... Shane's got the, the questions on there for me. Um, Pepe Le Pew canceled. Alright, so this, this pisses me off. And another thing that pisses me off is the people that act like uh, adults shouldn't have a problem with this because it's a cartoon, and, oh, he was a rapist, and everybody knew it. Okay, cool. I was raised on Looney Tunes. I feel like the greatest cartoon of all time. Muppets to me were just the greatest thing of all time, like the greatest fucking form of entertainment ever uh, to me I, you know obviously I'm in the minority there's there's not nearly the puppet support community that that uh you know it doesn't have the popularity that it even had years ago, I and mean, there's communities for it. You know, there's pages and shit and people still building puppets and doing things with them, but you know, it's few and far between, but when, when they're coming for these things to get rid of them, I, I, you have to see it as a problem. You, you have to, because like, like for instance, like that Anthony Ferramonte dude, he, he was uh, Anthony Graves uh, on the, the force one shows or wherever else he wrestled. But like, he's a, he's one of these that constantly posts. Like if you have a problem with them changing the name of a potato, the toy, then you're like, but here's the thing. He's, he's a big punk music fan. What if, what if this fucking same lane goes, you know what guys, those spikes that you guys are always wearing on everything. It's a little dangerous and kind of threatening we're going to remove those and actually stop slamming into each other when you're having a good time because someone could get injured. We're going to make that a felony. Um, Also your music overall, like it's, it's a little aggressive. Like it's a lot of yelling. I don't like being shouted at, you know, there's people that were victims of domestic violence that are very threatened by your yelling tone during your, your songs. So when you listen to your songs and the guy grabs the mic with two hands and just like yells aggressively into it, it could trigger some women that have been through some situations and, and guys that have been in, in um, abusive situations as well. So to be sensitive to this topic, we should really just not produce your music anymore or allow it to be released into, um, you know, this channel or that channel. That That's how fucking silly shit is getting at times. That's really how silly shit is getting, and the thing that worries me the most is this isn't this isn't just saying like, all right, well, Peppy the Pew can't be on this movie because we feel he has a depiction of being a rapist and this and this and that. Well, he's not going to be on anything then, anything, and if that becomes normally uh, normal enough going forward, where every Looney Tune thing produced here on forward, which Let's be honest, Looney Tune hasn't produced a fucking good thing for a long time. Um, uh, the space jam stuff is cool, you know, and they they've done some things, but like the old school Looney Tune cartoons, there's nothing touching that. I mean that's just fucking unbelievably classic and they got a ton of that on the uh hBO plus but not or hBO max I think it is I don't know um but not all of it. Yeah, you, know, you see some seasons that have like four episodes. There weren't four episodes in that. They they've chosen not to show that. But again, my problem is is digital is taking over. So what that means is you can have the physical copies of things, and if you have them, keep them. I I was starting to think recently, like, man, I'll just throw away all the fucking physical copies I have of everything because everything's digital, and I've gotten so used to that that like. I'll look for the streaming service that I have with Seinfeld on it when I have the box sets of Seinfeld. I don't have to go watch the box sets and put discs in and out and get up and on and just switch to disc. I can just scroll through. I want to watch that episode. I want to watch this episode from season one, and then I want to watch this episode from season five. And I can do that shit with The Muppet Show. I can do that shit with Seinfeld. I can do shit with Simpsons. The family got it. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I got box sets of a lot of these things, but why bother with it? When i have it all right there at my fingertips well now when we're removing these things from the streaming sites and we're removing them from the, these forms of streaming streaming is the wave of the future there's not going to be blu-rays in 10 years there's just i i could almost guarantee you blu-rays will not exist in 10 years they'll exist but they won't still be making them digital is the way to go they're now streamlining movies in the movie theater to also digital streaming they're not printing those dvds out just yet but they're able to control the content so much easier this way so when they cancel something when they remove something it's not like it used to be it's not like and and, um let me let me bring up uh mike dicks uh argument on this Uh, let me type his name in here because i i want to go over some of these uh some of these examples that he posted. Well, he didn't post, but he shared a post that said all of those things. Let me see. It was just the other day. I just got to find it. Ah, oh, boy. <clears throat> Let me see. Jeez. Smog posts a lot. Man, can't find it. But like you know, like for instance, like okay, uh, there was outrage over Andrew Dice Clay. Andrew Dice Clay was, you know, this and this. But he wasn't really canceled because he he could go on a different medium. He can go play a club that's that doesn't give a shit. He could, you know, do a lot of things. And and it all came full circle where a lot of these guys just came right back in. Can't believe I can't find this. I'm still scrolling as I talk. Um, but it's not that like saying like, Oh, this guy got canceled. That guy got canceled. Remember that shit. It's not that anymore. They're stopping businesses from allowing these, these comedians, these cartoons, these, you know, whatever it is that they decided is canceled. No longer is allowed to have business because they, they will rally and, and, uh, fucking, uh, Yelp review and, and all of that shit against the business that does what they don't like, that, that includes the person that they tried to cancel. So it becomes where they can't exist. It's not the same as it used to be to say Pee Wee Herman got canceled. Nah, he just really couldn't have like a children's show on TV for like a minute. And then he was in everything. So he wasn't, he wasn't canceled. That, that, that's not the same thing. Um, let me see. I want to go back. I'm still trying to find this fucking post. Now I'm going back up because I clearly missed it. Because I went way too far down. Reading this guy's post from like last year. Um. But a lot of these, these cancelled past cancelled things, they're trying to tie them together as if it's the same thing as, uh, What's happening now, but it's really not because things are disappearing forever. They're not they're not getting another chance. They're not going to. uh, You know, come back around and, you know, again, people with like, you know, abuse and. and, You know, sexual assault and shit like that, I'm not telling you, like, give them another chance. That's far from what I'm saying. But like if a guy says something on Twitter his career shouldn't be removed. You know, it, it's it's not... It shouldn't be that. And, it, and it's becoming that. It's becoming, well, uh, Pepe Le Pew did this, and I've seen people make posts saying that, like, yeah, well, if... Uh, if the kids who are the target audience for this... this uh, entertainment see this and learn from this... Well, they'll think that rape is okay. No, that's where the fucking parents come in. Because if you're looking for Looney Tunes to teach standards and practices to your fucking children, you're failing. You're a fucking terrible parent. And I hate to bring it up again, take responsibility for your actions. That's what you do. When your kids fuck up, don't go, it's the Looney Tunes that made my kid a rapist. No, it's probably you fucking being abusive or you fucking not paying attention to your kids or are you not teaching valuable lessons along the way you're not instilling respect in your children your children not respecting you enough to not worry about what you would think of their actions when they're out there doing the things they're doing because if they respected you enough they wouldn't go outside of that fucking box they wouldn't be out there doing heinous shit knowing that they would upset their parents and that would bother them that's what the fuck you need to worry about. Parent your fucking kids. Don't go fucking try to censor the entire world so nobody fucking offends your child or no one teaches your child that Pepi Le Pew said I could just jump on any cat out there. No. And, and to be honest with you too, here's the other thing. Pepe Le Pew was technically a villain. And in the way that Tom the Cat was a villain, in the way that Sylvester the Cat was a villain. Because he went after Tweety. Tweety fucked him up all day. Uh, Wiley Coyote went after Roadrunner. Roadrunner fucked him up all day. Pepe Le Pew got his ass kicked all fucking day trying to get this chick that didn't want him. And he just wouldn't fucking quit. And that was the whole, whole gimmick. Was just This fucking guy doesn't quit and he never fucking wins. And, and it's just, he's an idiot. Look at this fucking guy. You know, like that, that's, that's kind of like the vibe that they're selling is like this guy, you know, and I'm, I'm a fan of a lot of these villains, the Sylvester, the cat, the Tom, the cat, you see the theme? Uh, <laughs> but you know, I, I, I like these, uh, I, I like these characters, but that doesn't say that like, Hey, I want to go kill birds and I want to, I want to I wanna fucking catch a mouse and Punch it in the face. Like, <laughs> you should not be following in the footsteps of the Looney Tunes. So then, you know, you get the other side, and this is how the snowball fucking rolls. They're like, well, what about Miss Piggy? Because she just did nothing but trying to rape Kermit the whole time. Again, you know, that this isn't the way to fix it. To go, what about them? What about them? You can find something, as they call it, problematic. In every fucking thing. If you really look. This comedian made a joke about rape. That's not funny. This comedian made a joke about cancer. That's not funny. This comedian made a joke about kids. TJ's friend said that's not funny. And you know. Even if you don't say anything about the kids. It's not funny. Uh, you know. It, like Everything becomes too sensitive for somebody. but it, But it has to still exist. Because when it stops existing. And now we can't say this. And we can't say that. I'm not really sure how we're supposed to go around just living a free life. Like, part of these things are, are, are under the guise of freedom. Well, women can't be free and safe because of the rapist created by Pepe Le Pew. So, we'll take that off of television. So, wait a minute. So, you're taking this away so you could be free and this away because it. And again, I I don't think by any stretch of the imagination Looney Tunes was trying to teach kids to be rapists. So we should look a little bit at, at intention too, you know. Just like you know, if a white kid says "nigga" talking about a you know singing a rap song, he's not part of the clan now because he said something that you feel that he shouldn't be saying. I and I agree. Like if he goes you know walking around in the hood screaming that shit, he's gonna get his ass kicked. I mean, that's just what it is. But him saying that shit in the context of a rap song doesn't suddenly make him a racist because you don't get to say that because you're not black. You're being retarded. And again, that word, I use it all the time. I would never look at a retarded person and go, you're a retard. Like, that's, that's, that's terrible. You wouldn't do that. But, you know, in the context that I use it, I, I don't think it should bother you that much. You know, I, I would gladly be nice to your handicapped kid if I met him in public. You know what I mean? Like, it they, they wouldn't be, like, where I treat them like something else or I treat them, like, mean or anything like that. I would never do that. You know what I mean? And, and I think there's too many people worried about words and and, and typed sentences rather than actual fucking predators. Like, people who tried to lure fucking children and were luring teenage fucking boys are still selling fucking DVDs to fucking boys at wrestling shows, and you guys walk by them. And then you go home and you pick someone's sentence apart and tell them why they're part of the fucking problem, but you were okay with that motherfucker who legitimately was doing the shit sitting right there staring at you, staring at the back of your fucking head while you watch that wrestling show. It, it, it's on some bullshit you guys are picking the wrong fucking battles. You're trying to end the whole fucking world for the sake of You know, do you do you think do you think in a fantasy situation that we remove everything that's offensive? Do you think there'll be no more rapists? Do you think there'll be no more woman beaters? Do you think there'll be no more, you know any any of those things? Because if you guys are really against people who beat women then I, I'm not really sure why Stone Cold Steve Austin still has the, the popularity he does. I don't know why, in the Deathmatch community, why the Necrobutcher has such undying love. I, I don't understand why a lot of these fucking people, Danny DeMano still runs fucking shows. I, I don't understand any of these fucking things. If you really give a shit about that topic, I don't want to see you me tooing all over fucking Twitter. I don't want to see you... Oh, I'm part of the campaign and this and that, but but your fucking friends are standing next to that fucking guy who who physically punched a woman in the face and they're okay with working in that locker room. They're okay with working for this person who who did that act. You know what I mean? Like this this is this is to me a bigger issue. The actual acts. Not the words about the act, not the the word that wasn't even in that context, but now you've decided that it's insensitive to this. So I'm going to go out of my way to ruin that guy's life or that woman's life because I don't like the way that that sounded, but the way that it actually acts when the real thing happens, you don't really get involved in that. It's just, it's just gotten to be too much. And this cancel shit is going on a very permanent type level you know you might find little you know like uh louis ck i mean he he you know he was i mean according to him this is this is also what he said cuz he was jerking off in front of women and uh according to him he had their consent but you know he did a stand up special which he put i think on his website or it was on youtube or or something like that but it was about the only place that he could he could put it because he was canceled like he can't just you know he was producing movies he was he was his his star was really like rising to the top he was about to blow shit up and uh i mean he was he was doing it with the show with the with the comedy he was doing major major draws um but you know when that shit hit the fan on him and I'm not saying like he's a complete victim, but according to him, he had consent, and then they just decided like, nah, let's get rid of this fucking guy. And you know what? I didn't like when he did that shit. And a lot of people joke too, like other comedians said, like, uh, here's a novel idea. Why don't you leave the room? Why don't you get the fuck out of there instead of watching him finish? I feel like like it took a couple minutes at least, right? Like what? you just hung out for the whole thing, and now you're talking like, all right, I, I the non-consensual seems weird because at least one of his hands were fucking busy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if he was holding you down I mean, with the other hand, but, uh, you know, this is the type of shit. Like, people go away. And I, I, Louis not the, the greatest uh, example to use because he actually did something. So if you, you, you think that that warrants something, fine. But, he, you know, he wasn't criminally charged with anything, um, it it was more or less hearsay on on whether there was a an agreement on this or that, so I don't know. I wasn't there, but uh, you know, this shit is it, it's really sticking. It's not it's not just uh oh uh, parents uh, tried to get uh NWA banned for fuck the police. Oh uh, they. They got two live crew banned, yeah. But then they came back with another album called "Banned in the USA." Like NWA came back and and still made another multiple albums. What they're doing now is they're going after the companies printing these fucking albums. They're going after the 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 places that would allow those building the the the, allow them to perform shows in their building. And they're saying, like, you know, we'll get you shut down. We'll we'll boycott your fucking business all day long. We'll pick it against your business if you ever use this, this performer. So th- it just holds way more weight than it used to. This Yelp review, this internet, Steam, this viral stuff, it holds a ton more weight than it ever did. It's not just the parents don't like the violent video games. Because the violent video games didn't lose a fucking step when the parents didn't like this or they didn't like that. Shit still went on. Now they're removing things. like they, if, if back then had the same steam and had the same energy and power that it has now, there wouldn't have been another Grand Theft Auto. There wouldn't have been another Mortal Kombat. There wouldn't have been another you know call of duty that you know they're still doing them now because that's no longer the topic they they raised their their shit and then they moved on and now there's a ton of warnings and this and this and and that's that's my solution for all of this all of this if we're getting more sensitive as a society i'm not saying a like I, i would love for people to just like get over their shit and stop being bitches but like that's not gonna happen but in order to cater to that society, I feel like the only way to go about it is, is fair warning. Anything shy of a spoiler, that's just going to tell you, like, look, you're going to see this and this and this in here. And if that's going to bother you, then don't fucking watch this. Because that's what it is. You know what I mean? like, And, and if, if they choose to watch it anyway, enter at your own risk. If you're offended, I- I'm sorry, we tried to warn you, and you decided to watch it anyway, so... No, you can't fucking sue us for this, or no, you can't uh you know, rally everybody against them. Remember in the beginning where they said, Hey, don't listen to this if if you got a problem with that type of thing? That that's that's as far as it should go. And if we want to revisit old things and then put new disclaimers on it, going, hey man, different time. We definitely don't stand by what the company once stood by. Anyway, here's the thing, you know, because you could just start getting rid of Whole eras, like, I mean, shit was real fucked up for a long time in this country with the racial, um, just racism, just blatant, fucking, disgusting racism. But that's like saying get rid of every movie before this time because I mean, there was definitely not equality. There was definitely not a, um, you know, there was there was no equal anything. There was there was lots of hatred. There was a lot of bigotry. There was. But So do we get rid of just all the movies before a certain date so everybody feels safe and we're not celebrating that era? Or should we just know? See, the the thing that I think we miss a lot is knowing that what you're seeing in these old cartoons or movies or whatever is wrong. That's all we needed. That's all we needed. All we needed is for you to watch what we used to think was okay and go that's funny but man that motherfucker's dead wrong we're evolving and that that is the evolution identifying it to yourself as something that you would never take forward into the world that you would never apply to your own life which again i don't think looney tunes was ever meant for that but if you can go in the future and go oh man he was he was kind of rapey Okay, well then that, that shows that you're aware of that behavior of being a problem. And if everybody, the same way, realized it's a problem, that's something we can't do, we're all done. We're fixed. We don't need to remove it. Well, who, are you, who are you doing that for? for? For the people who are going to be raping? Because they're not stopping. Whether Looney Tunes is on or not, regardless of the character... It it, it definitely doesn't have to do... There's some psychological damage going on there. Maybe they were touched as a kid. You know, maybe... maybe, yeah. Who knows what the fuck steered them down that road. Guarantee you it wasn't a cartoon skunk. I'll guarantee you it wasn't a cartoon skunk. And if it was, it's insanity. And they're putting it into the cartoon skunk. Like, when people go crazy and say the dog made him kill somebody, that's the same shit that that is. Not, like, told you we should have got rid of that cartoon because people have been raping since we heard it. Like, that's not... That's not a real fucking thing. You're way out of line with that shit. That that whole, like, well, you don't want to teach the kids that... No, I don't, but I also don't rely on Bugs fucking Bunny to teach my kids what they should be doing. Otherwise, they'd be tying people's guns in knots and fucking, <laughs> you know, taunting hunters, <laughs> you know? It's just... It's fucking bizarre. It's bizarre that people have taken this turn where... Everything needs to just go. It just man. Uh okay, let me go back to the uh Skype. That's not the one. There it is. Uh RSP takes over spring break and Dickinson versus Janella. Yeah, I guess they had like a thing where RSP versus Janella and if Janella won then uh RSP would, I don't know what he had to do, but uh, if Joey, wait, if RSP won, he got to have RSP spring break instead of Joey Janela spring break, like a NWO takeover, super original stuff, Um, it's like sold out, Um, but uh, yeah, instead of doing that thing, I don't care um dickinson versus janela i really really like though that has always been awesome you know they're they're friends they're you know they're cutting the promo like they're not friends now but of course they're friends great chemistry uh, dickinson is is not light on dude whatsoever Yale. You know, um they have had great matches over the years and i'd actually really like to see that match that's one of the you know like i said matches few and far between that i'll watch that's one of those ones that I'd like to watch because I know he's going to kick Joey's ass. Joey's going to step his fucking game up. When Joey's forced to step his game up, he can fucking go. So I, I 100% want to see this match. Um, TJ, Frankie, Explosion. Nick Cage is for fucking women's. Would you like some fucking fries with that? I don't know, man. I, I was thinking fries, but now I feel like you're gonna come out there if I want fries and i don't i don't i don't want to deal with you so uh you know what skip the prize uh we're good um tremont says he looks great for thirty two yeah i mean that was that was uh factored into my decision to get rid of him i I've seen enough dude looks fifty at least it, it, it's it's terrible it's such a shame i mean not really that's just i mean that's what he wanted to do in life so Proud of you there, Matt. You look like shit though. Um. So Penelope, she uh she posted on Twitter today. She asked, "Is LASIK surgery worth the uh, investment? So is having great vision worth the investment?" Is what someone with uh, a TED job asks. I mean, it, I mean, I guess it depends on your priorities. If you want to see the Instagram post that you're trying to boost views on by getting bigger tits, then I would say yes, it is worth the investment because sometimes the, the numbers get a little small on the phone. Um, I mean, you could do the thing where you you know out pinch your fingers so you can make it look bigger, and then you go, oh. I have so many more followers now that my tits are bigger. And then you go, and I'm also glad that I got LASIK surgery because I can see that I have more followers. So I go, I figure it fits in kind of the same box. Um, it's just silly. It's just another one of these, like, priorities way backwards. You know, you would, you would definitely go uh, LASIK surgery without asking the internet and then go like, hey is is getting tits in the wrestling business worth the investment? And then you'd be like, I tried, but then I got really physical and I busted three of them during my fucking time during this company and this and this, like, you know, you might get some actual feedback there. You're talking about surgery. That's going to improve your vision. Is it worth the, I don't know how to answer that. So I didn't, um, and I don't think she was asking me either. Um, but yeah, I, I think that's that's just about it. Uh actually went a lot longer tonight, didn't I? I um think that's it. I'm gonna I'm gonna go watch Spider Man two tonight. We're going through the Spider Mans. We watched Spider Man one last week and I watched Spider Man two this week. If I saw the fat Spider Man that Frankie Picard looks like, we would not be re re watching this movie tonight. That that much I can tell you is, we would not be going back through the Spider-Man series if Spider-Man was fat like Frankie. Um, so, knowing that it, he is not, is why I I will be watching that. Too. Um, just wanted one more. Um, fucking uh, what, what the fuck else I got? Uh, check out struggling with Sozio. Sozio's another he's another guy. This guy like. We had fucking like we didn't like each other when he was like early on as a wrestler. And I don't know that I've ever been like a tremendous fan of his wrestling. I mean, you know, he has some good things in there, but like, you know, I, I definitely you know, wasn't on his fan club or anything like that. Yeah, fan club. Um I but I've grown to be friends with this dude. This dude drove to my house to talk to me on his podcast. And I, that was he does not live close to me. I mean, I I respect this dude as, as the way that he takes care of his kid, the way that he conducts life and he's matured past his wrestling business and seeing it for a lot of just, just the, just phony cornball shit that like, shouldn't most of this shit shouldn't carry on into your forties. And the closer you're getting to your forties, the weirder it looks you you either better be fucking killing it and and just an absolute vet where like oh you're so successful and you're just you're just continuing to reap the rewards of all your hard work at this age you know what I mean and you're you're getting big paydays you're fucking all over the place but half of these guys who are just doing this hobby shit way into this part of their life it's i don't know how to respect those people i just don't You know, especially when you see some of these guys that like, and I'm not talking about the other dude with the fucking bag, but like wrestlers all the time I've seen with the GoFundMes, like blow their knee out and it's like, oh, now I can't work my regular job so because I blew my knee out on a plancha and it's like, who the fuck asked you to do a plancha if I was going to have to pay for it? Like, maybe you shouldn't have did that fucking plancha. I or you should have like a job with, with health insurance if you're going to go into doing this shit. But to not take responsibility for your, your decision to do like dangerous moves and then do some shit and be like, I can't believe I can't support my family. It's like, I can't believe you didn't take that into account before you jumped off the fucking scaffolding. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I mean, I, I just tend to think about like what's going to happen if I do this? And then I take my decision and go from there. And I understand a lot of this shit is youth, you know. Oh, one more—I forgot to tell you that I deleted. Uh, Kid Osborne, Kid Osborne—I like. Uh, I, I, you know, I, have liked the dude in the past. He's another dude that you know he he would uh make a shitty comment and then immediately DM me and be like, "Dude, I'm just joking. I know you tear me apart. Like, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to get in any he like." battle with you or anything like that so you know we already know the deal there and you know I enjoyed interacting with him and going back and forth and telling him his cowboy sucked and all this but when I see motherfuckers burying me and then I see one of my quote unquote Facebook friends liking all of his burial shit the fuck out of here I don't need you I don't need you laying in the cut and, and waiting for someone to bury me and then just liking away get the fuck out of here that's some clown shit dude yeah, I mean so so it's no heartbreak no nothing but we just can't be friends that's all i wish you the best you know sit moving on um so yeah that's uh you know th- these are some people that i you know i respect like your sozio and your uh you know g's and all i mean the list goes on and on There's there's plenty of people but it, it's uh it's about you know 100, 150 less than what it was before uh, of people that I have on it. And and there's still some, like I said, the, the Anthony Ferramonte kid, he keeps making those silly ass fucking posts about like, you know, if you have a problem with them deleting a, a cartoon skunk, then like you should, do, you know, think about your priorities. And you know, fuck yourself. I'm only going to read so many more of those and I'm deleting him. He's he, like I said, he seemed like a nice dude any interaction I had with him was very nice on the internet. He, he seems like a goofy, not take himself too seriously kind of guy, but all that passive aggressive stupidity shit, like I'm only going to tolerate a few more of those posts and he doesn't post towards me, but I, I just don't like reading it. And really like we need to make our surroundings as pleasable to ourselves. That's it. I mean, you can call it self absorb You can call it what you want to call it, but like, do you want to be upset with fucking things? Do you want to, like, read shit that's like, ah, this is this is some old bullshit right here. And then every time you, you turn it on, it's like, oh, some old bullshit right here. Why don't I get rid of that bullshit right here? Because the rest of this shit looks all right. You know, this one's talking about this. This one's talking about that. Start doing the same shit with the um The groups, the groups are terrible. But if you want to be in a group, it's a must to just start blocking motherfuckers. Or as soon as you block them, that's it. They, their comments, their posts, none of that shit shows up in the group anymore. So if every time you go on there, they're like, they should fire the fucking coach, the quarterback, the fucking GM, the this and that, and it's like, dude, we're, we were one playoff of fucking winning the Super Bowl. Like, we, we were just right on the cusp. And, and now we should fire everybody we've ever fucking met on the team because you think, I mean, get the fuck it. Some people are just, just difficult to, to read their opinions. And you know, this this social media and the internet overall has given everybody a platform. It's given everybody a place to go say what the fuck they feel. And I've learned in life that I don't give a fuck how, how most people feel. I really don't. And I'll say that while also saying this. I live life in a way where I try not to step on people's toes. I don't mean on this podcast before, you know, you, you call this out and be like, yeah, but you said something about him and he didn't do anything to you. No, I mean like in regular life where, you know, in real life, not this fantasy fucking gimm- gimmicked fucking wrestling world bullshit. I mean like where I try not to inconvenience people in regular life. I I won't walk into a store with my fucking speakers playing on my phone. I won't, you know, uh, uh, be be talking on the phone in a fucking store. I, I won't stand in the middle of the fucking aisle talking to somebody, not giving any way for a person to get around me if they're just walking through the store trying to get their shit and go home. You know, I, I like things like that. I'm very conscious of. I don't, I, I don't do things that I, I feel would make me look like an asshole to people. You know, I, I try to not inconvenience people in that way. Sometimes I'd rather go without than put somebody out or inconvenience them. That's just how I am. You know what I mean? So that's you know, that's just different. It, it's just. It, it, it's hard to explain Cause like I said The, the mentality is just it's, it's just so Night and day From a lot of the shit I see out of these Fucking people Um Check out Eric At the fucking I don't even know What the fucking Eagles Are gonna do They might change their name Like the Redskins Next year Podcast Yeah just Just new identity Just, just start over the Philadelphia football team. I think they might as well just go with that. Because they've been saying fly Eagles, fly on the road to victory. But you don't fly on the road. And, and I feel like that's how they fucked up from the start. You know what I mean? And, and then victories are coming few and far between. So what the fuck? You, you ain't flying to a goddamn thing. So go check out the podcast. Check out my man Eric. Check out False Count Radio, Andrew Carluck. Shaheen, always coming through for me. Check him out. Get some commissions done by him. Hit him up. He, he does that that bomb ass work right there. You know, um, I think I got everything. Yeah, I think I think that's what I got. All right. So I think that's about it. Uh, Papoose came out with another album. Uh, I, I have a feeling he's going to put out 12 this year. Like, straight up 12 fucking mixtapes, mixtape albums. Um, his February shit is crazy. I really like that shit. Um, I just saw a picture, fucking, uh, I think Conway put it up, or, or Rock put it up. Rock from Hell to Scout, the Rockness Monster, uh, in a picture with Conway, Machine. So I can't wait for that track. I hope it's a fucking album, to be honest with you. Um, but yeah, the Papoose album is, is pretty tidy. He brought back the abonics that Big Al did back in the day, and did his old 2021 version of a Bonics. Um, that that opening track is just fucking amp shit. You turn that shit on and just start fucking doing reps. Um. So yeah, that's that's what's up. I uh. I think that's all I got. I think I got lost in that last fucking, <laughs> that last rant I was going on, but it is what it is. You know where the fuck I'm at. Uh, I'll check you motherfuckers out next week, and uh, we'll do this up again. Professor J, I got you five stars. I think I hit him earlier, but just in case, I won't ever leave dude out. And uh, yeah, man. So I'll check you out next week.